You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Oh my gosh, happy Halloween if you are tuning in on the same day that this episode airs. Halloween is seriously my favorite holiday. It's the only holiday I decorate for as of right now as an almost 30-year-old, which is crazy. Maybe I'll attempt Christmas this year. But I just, I love Halloween and I'm so looking forward to it this year. My husband and I always open up our garage and drag our garage couch up to the edge of it and just put on the TV that's in the garage on Disney Channel original Halloween episodes. Oh my gosh, my favorite one is like the Even Stevens one. And then that's the Raven one. They're so good. And then yeah, we just sit on the couch with our bowl of candy and chat with as many neighbors as we can and attempt to socialize. And it's a lot of fun. So whatever you are doing tonight, I hope you have fun as well and stay safe. Now, even though I love Halloween, there is one aspect of Halloween that is spooky to me. And that's always the fact that right when Halloween ends is always when I kind of like sober up and have this wake up call that the new year is right around the corner. I start reflecting on the goals that I had had for the year, whether or not I accomplished those. I start kind of stressing about goals that I have for the year coming up. Because I know just how fast time seems to fly, at least for me, between Halloween and New Year's Eve. That being said, I've learned that it's usually best for me and my business if I start planning for the following year around this time. And I don't just mean quickly jotting down a few goals. I mean seriously, seriously planning for the year and setting myself up for success so I can take some of that anxiety and do something with it. That's kind of the best way I can explain it. You know, it starts feeling like you get antsy for the new year. And even though like you should absolutely take a break and relax around the holidays, that's even more so why I find this so beneficial to do now. Because it's like you've taken a piece of it off of your plate so that you can take it off of your mind and truly unwind for the holidays and then have an action plan and tools and things to set you up for success whenever you do start getting back into the flow of things after the holidays. That is why this episode I wanted to plan together. I wanted to do kind of a guided planning session for you using all of the tools that I've learned over the years, just from a combination of myself and from multiple coaches and courses and books and all of the things that I've learned and read about goal setting and achieving those goals. I have even attached a Google Doc link for you in the show description. This is completely free for you. And you can use this doc to actually go through the guided planning session with me. So I want you to actually pause whenever I prompt you to pause and go through this document. When you do this, I would really try to do it with intention. You can listen to this now and actually execute later, or you can listen to it as you are executing. But I would give yourself a solid one to two hours to do this. I would put yourself in a very intentional environment, one that makes you feel cozy and also motivated at the same time, somewhere you're comfortable, um, but also somewhere that's not distracting, right? So I do suggest putting your phone away. And I also suggest having some kind of visual timer, again, that is not on your phone, that can kind of ground you. 
and help you focus for the set time period that you're trying to focus on this for. A little disclaimer in this document and in this guided planning session, I am going to reference about three to five goals that we will have for the following year, but that doesn't mean you have to work on all three to five goals in one sitting. I definitely don't want you to overwhelm yourself. Just like jot down what comes to your mind in one sitting and you can always revisit this plan later. And if you only have one or two goals right now, that's also fine. Just do those goals and ignore the slots for the other goals, or you can even delete them from the document altogether. Just a note, the Google Doc is going to be shared as a template. So that means it's going to prompt you to make a copy of the document before you can actually edit it. So just keep that in mind. And then also just as a key, and this is also typed out on the doc, but the regular black text is going to be prompts that you're going to follow. The red text is going to be any instructions that go along with those prompts um, and any extra activities I may want you to do. And then anything in brackets should be replaced with your own text. So this is where you're actively going to be planning. And I will tell you within the brackets exactly what to put there. Okay, so I would recommend pausing this now, getting yourself into a comfortable environment, opening up the Google Doc, or if you would prefer to do it with pen and paper, opening up your notebook and then pressing play when you're ready to get started. First, I'm going to start by reading all of the sections that we'll be going over during this guided planning, and then we will get started on section one. So section one is going to be reflecting on 2023. Next, we'll go over 2024 goal setting. We will go over 2024 task lists. We will then talk about 2024 scheduling. We'll talk about visualizing success in 2024 next. And then we will go on to discuss best practices for achieving these goals that we're talking about. And then finally, we will talk about some 2024 affirmations, or I should say we will say some 2024 affirmations together. Um, And you'll have this list for later for throughout the year. And I will end with just a little message from me to you. So section one, reflecting on 2023. The first prompt I want you to participate in is... I am most proud of, and then jot down one to three achievements from 2023 that you are most proud of this year. And of course, you can go beyond three as well if you would like. And I also want to take a moment here to say if you're anything like me or past me, you might sometimes feel like reflecting feels a little bit monotonous or even cheesy, but I promise you it's not. Our brains are such machines and they really need this reinforcement, right? They need this positive ding reward in order to keep us going and keep us motivated and prove to ourselves that we can achieve future goals. So that is why we are reflecting. So take a moment to pause and write down those achievements that you are proud of from 2023 now. And now I actually want you to go into your primary social media platform or platforms, look at your analytics and find your top performing content from the year as far as reach. So we're looking for the metric reach. How many views did it get? How many for you pages did it end on, etc. And then you can just jot down the kind of summary of this content. But what I actually would recommend you doing is finding those three posts, those three top performing posts for reach and pasting the links into this section on the Google Doc for your reference in the future. So take a moment to pause now and go ahead and do that.
The next prompt I want you to consider is lessons I learned in 2023 are, and go ahead and list one to three lessons that you learned in 2023. This can be absolutely anything from mistakes you made or even to things you did right, everything in between. Pause here and finish that now. And the last prompt that I have for you under 2023 reflection is my primary revenue stream in 2023 was, and then write down specifically how you made the most money in 2023 from your online business. So if it was from digital products, don't just put digital products, specifically note which digital product made you the most amount of money. Go ahead and pause here and do that now. Okay, and now we're going to move on to the next section. Now that we have reflected on 2023, let's move on to 2024 goal setting. So what I want to do with you is set three to five SMART goals for 2024. And if you've never heard of SMART goals, it's an acronym. Um, Here's what it stands for. So the S stands for specific. You want to really clearly define your goals. So one example of this is instead of making a goal like post more consistently, you would instead say something like post three times per week on Instagram. So get really specific so that it is measurable. And that is the M for smart goals. So you want to set really tangible metrics for each of these goals. Otherwise, you're not really going to be able to track them and really see if you've achieved them or not. So again, if I were to say something like, you know, my goal is to grow on TikTok, I wouldn't have a way to measure that and really say, I achieved that goal. So instead, you want to try to set a number that is achievable, which is the A in SMART. So you want to ensure that you are really grounded in reality here and you are not overloading yourself with this goal and you're not essentially setting yourself up for failure. So it's not to say you shouldn't dream big or shoot for large goals. It's just to say that you also want to balance that with some realism and make sure that this is a truly achievable goal. The R for SMART is relevant. So you really want to make sure that your goals align with your broader mission and your longer term goals. For example, if one of your long-term goals for the next three years is to become a digital nomad, maybe you won't want to make a 2024 goal be to buy a house because you're hoping to take off and leave the country and not have roots, you know, in a couple of years. And that's just like the first example I could think of, but you just want to make sure that these are relevant goals that make sense for your lifestyle and the trajectory of your life. And lastly, the T in SMART goals is time bound. So you really do want to try to set a deadline for each goal. Don't beat yourself up if this deadline isn't met, especially since if you haven't worked on whatever your goal is before, then you'll have to be estimating how much time it's going to take. But still, if you don't set some kind of time restraint or you set a really broad time restraint, then you have much less incentive and I don't want to say pressure, but I guess pressure to actually start the work, right? You have more of a reason to be like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. Whereas if you have some kind of deadline, then you kind of have something to hold yourself accountable to, something to motivate you, and another way to measure success essentially and track progress. Okay. So now that we've actually covered what SMART goals are, keeping all of that in mind, now I want you to write down one to five goals that you have for 2024. Use the SMART 
acronym that we just went over as a guideline. And then below each goal, I want you to try to set a deadline for when you want to have that goal accomplished. Try to be specific. Go ahead and pause here and complete that section in the document now. Moving on to the next section, which is 2024 task lists. In this section, I want you to write down all of the tasks that you can think of that you will have to complete in order to achieve each goal. And next to it, I want you to write about how long you expect each of those tasks to take you. I suggest writing this out in hours instead of days so that you can split it into achievable time blocks throughout your calendar, which we'll talk about next. Now, this section of the guided planning is likely going to take you the longest, and that is totally okay. And it's also a section you can come back to if you feel like you can't think of all of the tasks that you would have to complete for that goal in one sitting. That is also okay. So go ahead and pause here and finish that now. Now let's move on to arguably the most important step of this process, at least for me. If you are anything like me, you may feel the tendency to skip this part. You may feel overwhelmed whenever you think about this part, and that may cause you to freeze up. But I promise you it is not as scary as it seems or as overwhelming as it seems. And I also promise it's going to be 1000% worth it. So what I want you to do now is open up the planner or the calendar or the software or whatever you plan to use to organize your daily, weekly, and monthly tasks and schedule in 2024. If you don't already know what you'll be using, I highly suggest looking around for what you like to use best, what you will be most consistent with, and figuring that out now sooner rather than later is definitely best. I personally use Sunsama and I love it. And I will go ahead and make sure I link that for you in the show description as well, just in case you're not sure what to use. Okay, now that you've got your tool in front of you, I want you to schedule each of the tasks that we worked on in the previous section onto your calendar in time blocks according to how long each task will take. So definitely be aware that you can split up tasks into smaller time blocks. So for example, if one of your goals, you know, includes building a whole website, and you know, that's going to take you, I don't know, 12 plus hours. Obviously, I'm not saying do all of that in one day. So what you could do is say you're going to work on it, you know, three hours on this day, three hours on another day. So make sure that you again are realistic with yourself, but also keeping your ideal deadlines in mind and everything that you've kind of planned thus far in mind. And guys, the reason that I say this part is so important is because I countless times have written out such in-depth plans for myself and goal setting like guides and all of this stuff for myself. And then that's it, right? It's almost like an ADD hyperfixation for me. Like I'll plan it all out, but then I won't do anything with it. Like it'll feel like I checked off that box already when in reality, I literally didn't take any action or much action yet, right? Like I made the plan, didn't execute yet. And so you don't want to necessarily give your brain the room to feel like this is a fully done project now. And that's why putting it onto your calendar makes it so much more real and it makes it so much more likely that you're going to follow through. Like having this all planned out when you come back to your computer or your journal or whatever in January is going to feel like such a load off, I promise. So please go ahead, take a moment to pause here and add those tasks to your calendar now. 
Okay. Great job, Bestie. I'm literally so proud of you for doing that. I know it wasn't easy, but again, it's going to be so worth it. And the next thing that we're going to do is move on to visualizing our success in 2024. The first prompt I want you to complete is when I achieve my 2024 goals, I will feel, and then go ahead and describe how achieving your goals will feel in about two to four sentences or more if you want, and really try to tap into the emotions and the physical sensations that you will be feeling in this moment and get as specific as possible. Nothing is too crazy. Pause here and complete that now. Next, what I want you to do is describe a typical day in your life at the end of 2024 after achieving your goals as if it's already your reality. So what I mean by this is speak like it's happening today. So I woke up and I did this. I feel this way. I am this way. I see this in front of me. Everything is happening in the present. You really want to journal it that way. And while you're doing so Feel what it would be like to actually be able to write all of these things as if they're happening, right? Feel the gratitude. Feel everything that comes along with having all of these things in your day-to-day life. Pause here and do that now. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about the impact that achieving these goals will have on people that are not you, essentially. I have found this to be so, so invaluable in me actually achieving my goals. This is something that took me a while to learn, but this really motivates me. The thought of impact, right? So the next two prompts have to do with that. And I will go ahead and explain both of those together. And you can complete those back to back during the next pause. So the first prompt is achieving my goals will positively impact. And then we're going to have two bullet points here. So my clients and my personal relationships by, and then you're going to go ahead and explain how will achieving your 2024 goals positively impact your clients and your personal relationships. And then going hand in hand in that the next prompt has to do with the ripple effect. So beyond just numbers or metrics, my achievements may create a ripple effect in my niche or industry by And then you're going to go ahead and share how your content is going to impact the world around you. So an example of this might be others seeing your content and seeing you succeed and believing that they can do it too. And that thus leading more people, you know, to do what they love instead of feeling stuck or, you know, whatever it is, whatever impact your content may have on the world. So go ahead and pause here and complete those last two prompts in this section. Before we move on from visualizing, a huge bonus here would be to actually create a physical vision board. So in order to do this, what I would do is find about one to five images online, which depict how you actually envision the physical outcome of each goal to be. Okay. So maybe it's a picture of a bank account with $100,000 in it. Maybe it's a picture of a clock that is set to, you know, 11 a.m. because you get to sleep in by the end of 2024 because by the end of 2024, you make your own schedule, right? This is what I mean by the outcome. So find those images online and what I would do is screenshot them and bring them into either Instagram stories or Canva or Microsoft designer or something like this and put all of the images together in a collage format or whatever kind of aesthetic you would like. And then make sure it's the correct size for either your phone wallpaper or your desktop wallpaper or both. 
so that you can set them as somewhere that you see them every day, right? And also that so that they're places where you are actively like working towards those goals, you can see them and be reminded of them. And I promise this will make all the difference. Having a vision board absolutely blew my mind because now I've looked back and like so much of my life actually looks like my vision board. And I just think it's so cool. And I do think it's played such a big role because it's so much harder to forget about your goals when they're right there in your face. So if you have the time and if that's something you want to do right now, you can go ahead and pause here to create that vision board. Now, in the following two sections, I want you to sit back, relax, and if you would like, you can kind of step away from the document and just listen, or you can read along because these are going to be best practices and affirmations. So let's just start with some best practices for actually achieving these goals that we have now planned out and put on your calendar. The first thing I want you to do is tell people in your life, the more people you tell, the better, and also tell people in your online world. Tell both of these worlds about your goals for accountability. It makes such a big difference. And again, it's not to put pressure on you. It's just to motivate you. Because when you have other people in your life who know about your goals, they can root you on They can support you in ways that you may not even know to ask for. So it's just so crucial to let people in and not be ashamed of your goals and just basically shout them from the mountaintops and shout them into the universe. The next thing that I would do is team up with others who have similar goals if you can, because like-minded people are likely to help each other achieve what they need. Okay. Because like-minded people aren't always on the same timeline. Some people are going to be further in their journey than you are. Some will be behind you. And this creates an environment where you can help others and others can help you. So if you can find groups where people are working towards the same goals as you, definitely suggest that. I would say Facebook groups is one of the best places for that, but also just following creators who have communities online, which consist of these like-minded people. The next best practice would be to reward and celebrate yourself for completing tasks and achieving goals. And I want you to think big or small. This is so important, again, for just kind of wiring your brain in the correct way to stay motivated and making sure you're giving it that you know, reward for all of your hard work. Next, I want you to make sure that you regularly review your progress and then adjust accordingly. So I suggest reviewing your progress at least one time per quarter and don't just review it and then celebrate or beat yourself up depending on the results. Actually adjust according to the results, right? So if you are further along in your progress than you thought you would be, adjust your calendar. If you are behind, don't just beat yourself up and quit. Adjust your calendar, okay? All of these things are here to support you, but they're not set in stone. You are the boss here, okay? So avoiding it just because something might go wrong is just going to make things worse. It's going to make you feel worse. So just keep going, keep chugging along. There's really no point in dwelling. And trust me, we've all been there. Um, So if anything isn't on track on one of these check-ins, it's okay. Just readjust. And the last best practice I have for you, we've already discussed a bit, but I want you to really think about finding the balance between realism and shooting big. And I say this because I think that the first year or two that I was working on social media, I really was shooting pretty small. And I was thinking that realistic meant shooting small. 
And it doesn't. Being realistic doesn't mean saying, okay, I'm going to try to gain one follower per week, right? Because that might not necessarily align with your long-term goals. You don't want it to take forever and ever to grow. So, you know, have faith in yourself, believe in yourself, do some market research, look at creators around you and what seems to be a realistic pace of growth for either followers or money or whatever it is. And, you know, base it on that and really try to be intentional about these goals. In the next section, I have 2024 affirmations for you to steal. These are just some affirmations that I have come across that I really like and I find inspiring and empowering. So you can either read them out loud with me or save them for later or whatever you want to do, but I will go ahead and read those now. Every piece of content I create brings value to someone out there. I am more than my likes, shares, or follower count. I am the impact I create. I attract genuine engagement and authentic connections through my work and my content. Every challenge I face and every mistake I make is an opportunity for growth. I set the pace for my success and I am not defined by the speed of others. I respect my journey and trust in the timing of my growth. I'm in control of my brand, my narrative, and my digital destiny. I believe in the value of my work, even if validation is not instant. My authenticity is my greatest asset. I am committed, consistent, and creative in all that I do online. Opportunities align with my efforts and I'm open to receiving them. Every no or rejection only redirects me to something better. I am deserving of monetizing my skills and profiting from my passion. I promise you, you have to believe all of these things are true before they will be. And that is why I've included this affirmation section so that you can come back to them throughout 2024 and remind yourself of all of these very true things. And lastly, just a little message from me to you. I want to say I am so proud of you for committing to your 2024 goals. You are capable of far more than you know is possible. And one day you'll be looking back at this exact moment thinking, I really did it. It all happened. And that version of you already exists out there. So it's time to become them. I can't wait to see where we are this time next year. And thank you so much as always for allowing me to be a part of your journey as well as supporting mine. I am beyond grateful for you. And I will chat with you in the next episode. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.